Want to stream cognitive dissonance to your Android or iPhone? Buy the app. Go to dissonancepod.com and click on the link on the right-hand side of the page. Each purchase helps support the show. Glory hole, guys. Long time ago, you asked us to message in and tell you the craziest thing we ever prayed about. Prayed for a long time to not be gay. Still gay. Funny how that worked. Uh, hey Tom, hey Sewell, this is a uh, redneck devil. And I know y'all got a hillbilly god on there all the time, and uh, I've been thinking, I've been trying to talk that son of a bitch for 2,000 fucking years, and y'all got him on there every goddamn week. Y'all tell that asshole, I ain't waiting around for no fucking Armageddon. I got a pickup truck load of whoop ass, and I ain't afraid to use it. If you come on down here and you shit, tired of this bullshit, trying to straighten this shit out. I'm just trying to offer up my opposing point of view on y'all show. He ain't all that. And uh, offer my services as a conversationalist and a rhetoricer. And uh, invite y'all down next weekend to hell's above a dunk hill. I like y'all, and y'all can come on down. Drink Budweiser and shit. Glory hole, hallelujah. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode, we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome, Matt. This is episode 114, the Armageddon episode, which is what I say to preface that if you hear thunder, it is because it is raining like a son of a bitch. And if the show is short, it's because I lost power. And if you hear Japanese karaoke, it means that the world has turned itself inside out. <laughs> you Earlier in the day, you may have actually heard that had we recorded. About, about a block and a half. I was telling Cecil earlier, about a block and a half away, there's people doing, I don't know if it's Japanese, but it's, it's clearly Asian karaoke because I rode my bike there snooping last night when they were doing the same thing. Well, whenever I, I hear totally Asians, did. whenever I hear Asians caterwauling, I drive my bike places to see too. I, I was sitting in, I was upstairs in my own house and I'm hearing this crazy discordant whatever going on. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Who is I, killing what right now? Right. I'm like, is there like a cat fighting another cat yeah. fighting another cat? <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on out there? It's like, it's like a gladiator arena. <laughs> So I go outside. Yeah, Armageddon. I, there it is. I, it's just that's just the Armageddon. Yeah, it's, no, they're trying to they're trying to stop the show. They yeah, can't good. do it. Hillbilly yeah. God's got nothing. <laughs> so I I go outside on my bike and I ride over and I ride a fucking full block and a half over. 
before I find them, they've got like big screen TV set up in their driveway and big like studio speakers and a bunch of lawn chairs, and they're all just ca- like just karaokeing. Oh, is that a thing? Oh, Can you do that? I don't that think so. Verb? I'm not sure you can verb that <laughs> you word, can't but verb it. And they were doing it again today for like hours. I went outside with my laptop to sit outside and write for a little while. I'm like, oh, this will be nice and relaxing. The kids across the street playing with some friends. I'll sit outside and write. So I sat outside with the laptop, had a nice cup of coffee, and I just hear fucking, what? <laughs> and it sounds all crazy because it's like a block and a half away, so I can't understand any part of it oh. anyway. I love I love your impression of the karaoke. You like that? that was, great. They didn't invite me over. No, when actually, I, yeah, they they you would be competition for the machine creating the music. <laughs> I sound like when you put the microphone too close to the speaker. Yeah, and it just starts <laughs> it's just screaming. The feedback sound. That's awesome. And you know, like well, the reason why it's 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 thunder and lightning is like you say, hillbilly guys trying to shut us down. It's not really that. It's just him going, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. <laughs> Turn your fucking monitor up, God. Turn, you, God you just got to twist the dial, you dumb shit. No, it's him sticking his, his hands in his ears going, can't hear you, not listening, la, 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 kaboom. One of the challenges we face is that a lot of people who fancy themselves are elites, right? Because they're the people that made a lot of money, their yeah. names are all over the media, and so forth. They have really signed on to an agenda that requires the depopulation of the globe. Uh, and in the name of uh, fighting uh, global climatological change called global warming, except that that's been proven to be totally wrong, uh, they are saying that uh, we've got to cut back the population of the world. Bill Gates gave a famous talk back in 2009 in which he was talking about actually abusing vaccinations, which are supposed to keep people healthy and alive, and saying how this could lead to a 15 uh, uh, to, uh, percent reduction in the population of the globe as a way to achieve this result. Ted Turner, the founder of CNN, uh, is known for saying that the total population of 250 to 300 million people, there's another uh, group that says 500 million, uh, would be the ideal for the Earth. And you sit there thinking to yourself, well, how do these people intend to get us from 6 billion, close to where we're at right now, down to, oh, down to, uh, 250, 300 million, or 750 million by culling the population. So our first story comes from the raw story. Gomert, scary that liberal elites would use vaccines for culling the population of humans. Representative Louis Gomert on Monday said that it was a scary thought that elites could be calling the population with vaccines to preserve the Earth's resources. Cecil, I agree. If any part of that sentence was actually true, right. <laughs> I would find that scary as well. Shit, yeah. It would be scary as hell. That's why, like, when people are like, yeah, if Cthulhu existed and, like, was eating humans and, like, drinking their blood, that would be scary, wouldn't it? Yeah, but it's a fantasy. Right. So it's not a real thing that actually happened. There's lots of things that if they did happen would be scary. There would be a real pisser if that was going to actually happen. But this is just the fucking crazy made up imagination of Louis Gohmert. It's actually it's even worse than that because Louis Gohmert can't even think this up on his own. He needs Alan Keyes to tell him that. Why is Alan Keyes still being interviewed for a thing? Like, I can see Alan Keyes being interviewed for, say, 
release from a mental institution. Right. For sure. example. Yeah, yeah like put the parole, know. whatever the parole board would be for that. Right. right. Like they wheel him out on the dolly. <laughs> He's got the Hannibal Lecker mask on. <laughs> right. They... You know they 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 wear fucking those those Kevlar no stabby gloves and they pull the thing off his face and he says and then they Republican Louis Gohmert love the suit. It <laughs> <laughs> is senator, right? He could say senator. Senator, love the that suit. That would be fucking terrific. We should get we should we should get him on the show and see if we can get a Louis clip. Gohmert, I bet they would do this. Did show. this story toughen your nipples? <laughs> 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 oh, man. Well, Alan Keyes, you know, right. He's a fucking idiot, right? Like, why would anybody talk to him? I don't know why this guy would talk to him. But even weirder is this guy is filling in on a radio station. Well, not really radio, but it's like Family yeah, Research on. Council fucking yammerings, right? He's on the, like, they, like during his off session, he's like, oh, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to go be fucking really crazy on the radio. Like, this is a guy, okay, a public fucking figure, that an elected official is saying it's scary that liberal elites are using vaccines to call the population for real? You're a fucking elected official. Don't you think you should fucking couch your language a little bit before you terrify all of your idiot fans about fucking vaccines? You know, and then and then he also says in here that Keyes warned that elites had a plan to reduce the number of people, and this I love, in the world to 700 million. What? 700 million from seven Billion? I thought he meant by seven hundred million. Two seven hundred million. Holy shit! Are you seven hundred million? Couldn't bury the rest of them. Like, what could you do? Like a fucking asteroid couldn't do that. Hold on a second, Tom. I want to Google real quick. When was the population of the world at one billion? It is estimated the world population reached 1 billion for the first time in 1804. <laughs> 1804, dude. We're going to roll gonna back the fucking like- clock 210 years. Yeah, man, that's fucking an outrageous thing to say. An outrageous thing to say. There's no elites asking for that. And I got I to gotta take issue with anybody who uses that word, like that elites. We got to worry about the elites. Really? That's who you need to worry about? That's who you spend your time worrying about is the elites. I spend my time worrying about the other side of the coin, right? (laughs) I spend my time worrying not about the people who got themselves some brain thinkings. Like, those folk, those folk pretty much have their shit handled. And there's nothing I'm going to be able to do about that. I spend my time worrying about the fucking dumbasses, not the elites. I hate this anti-intellectualism that is sold and it's sold by people, by and large, with fucking college degrees who are rich. They are elites. Yeah. Like, they are fucking elites. It, by every reasonable measure of the word, this is they are elites. guy who ran for president of the United States. I know. States. You can't be more elite than that. You really can't. I'm just like you. I'm just, you know, I'm just a normal... Every day, sort of a guy, you know, hey, shucks and gosh golly, I just am a regular old folk who happens to be a political activist, an author, a former diplomat, and a candidate for public office. You know, just another, yeah, you know. hey, hey, <laughs> hey, howdy, just another regular folk like you. Yeah, like I, you, dude. He hasn't put in a, a day's work in years, you know. Right. 
And that's the thing, too, is like you're saying that vaccines are going to kill a bunch of people down. I mean, because you basically have to kill six billion people. Right. So how do you kill six billion people with vaccines? I mean, where are the people dying from the vaccines? Where are those people? Why are, are we just is there like some hole that the AMA has dug where they're just d- dumping the corpses and we don't know about it because the American Medical Association is so busy with their steam shovels? <laughs> is there burial it's crews like, like secret conspiratorial burial crews burying these people somewhere like it's a fucking another Holocaust? No, you dumb motherfucker. You're fucking lying to people. Yeah, and you're just making like it's it's obviously just a bunch of shit that's made up. You know, he cites a that, that Bill Gates gave a famous talk back in 2009, which he was talking about actually abusing vaccinations, which are supposed to keep people healthy and alive, and saying how this could lead to a 15 percent reduction in the population of the globe as a way to achieve this result. The result being to fight global warming by killing people. I guess from his previous crazy conversation piece. That he was everything this guy says makes less sense than the thing he said previously. This sounds so like, trying to keep track of this argument is a fucking fool's errand. It sounds like there's like a song. It's like he swallowed a fly to catch the thing, <laughs> to do the thing, to do the other thing. You know what I'm talking about, right? Right. There's like a song about that where like somebody swallowed a bunch of shit to catch a bunch of other shit. That's what this is. It's like he gave him the vaccines to kill the population, to stop global warming, to fucking please Bill Gates. <laughs> Bill Gates is standing atop a pile of 670, you know, 6.7 <laughs> billion corpses, billion corp- just like arms raised in fucking triumphant no. victory, although the corpses are so I, high, he's like in space, so it's hard for him to yeah. breathe, but still. <laughs> I, can't, I can't imagine him arms raised in victory. It's got to be more smug than that. It's sort of like fingers arched like Mr. Burns, I think. Right? It's more just like twiddling it, back know? and forth. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> In the name of Jesus, we speak that. So this story comes from Salon.com. Republican lawmaker says he serves God not his constituents. Quote, there's only one vote that matters, and that's when I stand before the Lord, said State Representative Senator Jason Rapert. Rapert? <laughs> that's how I'm going to pronounce his name. I don't care if it's Rapert. 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 <laughs> it is Rapert. It's Rapert. I, I, I will say this, though. Like, you know, the, the last name Smith comes from, like, families that were Smiths. <laughs> <laughs> when your last name is Rapert? That's terrible. Oh no. That's oh so god. Bad. That's so awesome. Take that, dude. But this is the oh, this is the man. jackass who's behind uh, Arkansas's ban on abortion yeah. at 12 weeks. Um, and he's basically saying, like, 12 yeah, I know weeks. the constituents might not want this, and that's kind of what I was elected to represent. <laughs> but fuck it. Because Jesus. Oh, gosh. Why don't we have, like, a, uh, a no-confidence vote? Like, why doesn't that exist? When some idiot politician shits something out of his mouth, has some diarrhea where he's like, Bleh, fuck, I'm an idiot. <laughs> you know, why can't we just look at him and be like, you're fired? 
You're right. fucking fired. You you are fucking you immediately want to say, well, I serve God. Well, fucking go become a goddamn fucking preacher then, because you know what? You were elected to serve the people. You're not serving the people. You're serving yourself because you're looking for your own salvation. That's what you're looking for. Whether or not it's a real thing, you are basing all of your decisions selfishly on whether or not you're going to spend the rest of, uh, you know, uh, the rest of your eternity or made up fucking imaginary eternity in God's camp or in the other camp. Dude, I don't care if it's your job to serve constituents or to serve beer. Yeah. Right. Like if his job was to serve me a beer and I showed up and he's like. Only beer that matters is the beer I serve in heaven. And be like, motherfucker, I still don't have a beer. Yeah, you're fired. Put the beer in my fucking cup. You are fired. Do the thing. Just do the thing. You got hired for a thing. Do the thing. It's not that hard. And and like you said, like my first thought was like he took an oath of office. This guy took an oath of office where he pledged to uphold his state's constitution and serve his constituents. And then he's coming out and saying like, mm, fuck my constituents right in the ear. Why is that not grounds for dismissal? Can you imagine any other job that worked that way? Like, imagine if you're a computer programmer and you get a job and you're like, hey, will you, you know, program the computer? Yeah, I'll do that. Okay, well, here's a job. You're hired. So it's time to write code. Mm, I only fucking write code in heaven. Um, (laughs) What? Yeah, you said you were going to write code. Like, that's why we gave you the job is to write code. So... You know, I mean, hey, good joke. (laughs) Haha, good one there, pal. So if you could write that code, mm, no. Writing code in heaven only. Fuck you, unemployed dude. Yeah. Glad your stuff is still in boxes. It's going to be real easy for you to remove it. Go eat Doritos and drink Mr. Pibb at home, motherfucker, because you're not doing it here. (laughs) No kidding. Well, And this is a guy who later on goes on to remark that the men and women who protested Texas's sweeping new abortion restrictions are demons from hell. And this is a quote. I've never had a glimpse of hell or heard a real demon. But I believe that must be what they sound like. It's spiritual warfare. Really? What they sound like is people who vociferously disagree with your political position? Hell doesn't sound that bad. Hell sounds like a bad debate class. Like you get down there and just like fucking Robert's rules of order are in place. You can't interrupt. You know, you've got 20 minutes for your opening statement. Like, oh, it's going to go on forever. Ha 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 ha. Hell is speech 106. (laughs) Ha 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 ha. God has no place within these walls, just like facts have no place within organized religion. So this story comes from alternet.org. Atheist jailed when he wouldn't participate in a religious parole program now seeks compensation. Court awarded a new trial for damages and compensation for his loss of liberty in a decision which may have wider implications. Uh, Fucking good. Because this guy got fucking chucked in the slammer for 100 days for a parole violation for refusing to go to a uh, religious 12-step program because he did he wasn't he just wasn't religious a hundred days of his freedom fucking stripped from this guy it's an outrageous thing to have happen absolutely it's ridiculous and the idea is is that you know i mean i gotta say first off kudos to this guy because if somebody were to say to me hey you're not going to your drug treatment program and you'd be like well i'm not religious and they'd be like well too fucking bad go to it I don't know that I would have enough, uh, you know, whatever. I don't know that I would be able to stand up and say to myself, to to them, be like, no, I'm not. I I am not religious and I am not going to this thing. Well, fine. Go back to jail. I don't know that I would want to do that. 
I would be like, mm, this doesn't sound like a good plan. I guess I'll just fucking eat it. Like, you know, it's like, here's your shit sandwich. Yeah, I kind of don't want right. to eat it. Well, too yeah. bad, son. You're in the fucking criminal justice system. That's all we serve. <laughs> well, right. <laughs> it's just that is what is the for only today. difference in the criminal justice system and the shit sandwich is the size, right? Everybody <laughs> eats a shit sandwich in the justice system. It's just dependent on the size. But yeah, the fucking, I mean, I wouldn't, I would be like, I would definitely, I could say with, you know, probably 95% certainty that I would just go to the thing and just be like, yeah, I'm just going to do it. But he say a hundred percent certainty. I would. He he said he wouldn't, and and they sent him back to jail. And you're right. And then they got sued because of it. Well, and this is this is a way to to make sure that you're institutionally, um, you know, not serving a big segment of the population. Yeah, you know, it's it's a it's a we're like a sizable part of the community now. Like <clears throat> the the other vote or the, the the nuns, I should say, the no religious affiliation is a significant percentage of the population. So when when federal and state institutions insist that you join a 12-step program that's religiously based or requires some religious commitment, what they're basically doing is saying, like, no services for you. Like, that's just it. Like, can you imagine if they did the same thing for Jews? Like, if they're just like, yeah, I'm Jewish, so, oh, yeah, you don't get – no, fuck you. Just no services available for uh, you. I'm Buddhist. No, sorry, man. You know what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to you know, accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior in order to right. get off drugs. Right. You know, it's it, it, it. There's no difference between forcing an atheist to choose a God than forcing a religious person to choose a different God. There's no difference there. It's it's equally absurdist. And nobody would you know, in one instance, nobody would ever ask that. Like nobody would be like, oh, you're Muslim. Yeah. Listen, man, I can cut your sentence short 100 days if you convert over to Christianity. What? Fuck you. Really? That doesn't seem like something that can be offered legally, but somehow you can do that if you're an atheist. So we're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back, because that just seems about right. And when we do, you'll listen to the rest of the show. Want to get in touch with the show? Send an email to dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at dissonance underscore pod. Like the podcast page on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash dissonance pod, or just type cognitive dissonance into the Facebook search bar. Want your voice featured on our show? Leave a short message on our Google voice at 740-74-DOUBT. That's 740-743-6828. Visit dissonancepod.com to see the news stories featured in the show, buy apps and merchandise, or just leave a comment. And to everyone who helps spread the word about the show by sharing it, tweeting it, and rating it on iTunes, glory hole, you fucking rock. This story comes from Forbes.com. Alternative medicine providers show their greedy side. Um, This was a particularly crazy article to read through. Um, One of the things in here that was absolutely astounding to me um, is that these alternative medicine providers were just appalled. In fact, they called it discrimination when they found out that um, Obamacare and insurance programs were not going to cover their treatments unless they could demonstrate that they were effective. So demonstrating that a thing works is, in their eyes, discrimination. And I would agree. It's discrimination between shit which doesn't work and shit which works. (laughs) 
I will discriminate there all day. <laughs> yeah, I and they're trying to get it in a there's a there's a way in which they're trying to get it in. I guess that they give the section number of the of the of the law in which they're trying to get it in. And the language they use is that ensures and I'm going to read directly here. It says shall not discriminate with respect to participation under the plan or coverage against any health care provider who is acting within the scope of that provider's license or certification under the applicable law. And the, while it sounds they, they say in the article sounds harmless and they're like, well, no, it actually isn't. And the reason why is because because this guy, Senator Tom Harkin received heavy lobbying from the American Chiropractic Association to try to get this put in so that because they are licensed right they are they are uh they have certificates under that scope of action right so they they want to make sure that they can get business from this new act that's going in and you know look if your shit is is uh valid and people can prove it then great but the idea, you know, is here is like the Chiropractic Association is going out of their way to try to lobby to make sure that they're included in the pie. And you're like, oh, okay. Well, the reason why you want to do that is because the stuff that you guys do, the stuff that you guys are selling, isn't provable. So that's why you want to get in because if it doesn't have any demonstrated ability, oh, well, then there's a big fucking deal. You know what this is? Is basically an incrimination against all those people that spent all that money lobbying. Yeah, no kidding, right? I mean, this is just the, all this is is the most cynical form of government possible, right? And it's just like, hey, we want to get paid too. Can you grease my fucking palm? Right. Can I get some more in my pocket? Well, your shit doesn't work. Well, fuck you. What? Who cares if it works or not? Who cares if you know people are going to choose? Reiki therapy over chemotherapy. You know, hey, any therapy somebody wants is good therapy. What they're, what they're saying is that, and they dress this up as patient choice, right? Um, and patient choice sounds great. Like, oh, let the patient choose. Okay, that's great. Let the patient choose. You can choose any doctor you want. That's cool. What you what you can't choose and get paid for, or not you get paid for, but have you know these insurance companies and, and what have you pay for, um, is bullshit therapy. Why should people be paying for shit that doesn't work? Why in the fucking world should we be paying for shit that doesn't work? We should be fucking not licensing these people. We should be fucking throwing them out of town. We should be riding them on a fucking rail out the door. Well, the fact that, that they even can have to get some kind of a license just gives them this false... Because then you could say, well, I'm a licensed chiropractor. I'm a licensed acupuncturist. I'm a licensed Reiki therapist. What does that mean? What does that mean? It makes it sound legitimate when it's not. Yeah, who and as soon the as they license? legitimize. Yeah, it's like Bill gave you the license. Right. You mean like fucking, I can fucking make a license up about anything right now. <laughs> like, I got a dot matrix printer. Yeah, Let's do this thing. Photoshop. Let's fucking rock. Yeah, I, I totally agree, Tom. And, you know, like the thing is, is like this isn't this isn't the reason why this has to be sort of set up this way is because there's going to be some funds that are going to this, and we also want to make sure it's fair for all Americans, right? Because this isn't socialized medicine in, in a sense where right. we're paying for uh, the government to pay for it. Instead, what we're saying is that insurance companies have to pay for it, but the ins the reason why we're putting all these things in is so that insurance premiums and money that we spend on insurance doesn't go up and isn't through the roof, right? That's But if you start allowing these things that don't work, 
then your the money that we're going to have to spend on this is going to be more and more and more. And that's that's just not fair to anyone else. Imagine if there was any other type of you know system that worked like that. If you were just like, okay, well, um, we're going to pay. Uh, we're going to have all these different people that we have contracts with that make roads in the in the in the, in the country, and we're going to pay them as contractors to make roads. And some of them are going to make roads, and some of them are not going to make roads. <laughs> right. You know, it's like okay, right. well, which one would you rather have? Like, which one would you rather pay? Which one would you, you know? And and the the ones that are not doing anything are running the cost up for everyone else because they're getting paid to do nothing, and we right. still need roads. These people still need to get helped. So when they go to get Reiki and Reiki doesn't do anything except for make them feel nothing and make them angry because now they're still just as fucking sick as they were. Now they're going to have to go get real help somewhere. So they paid the fucking dude who didn't do shit. And now that guy gets money out of the fucking insurance person's kitty. And that just makes everybody's rates go up. The last two stages that a country takes before God judges that country, homosexuality and abortion. And here we are. Child sacrifice. Yep. And then homosexuality. If you look at those stats, you, you read off a couple of them. I'm going to list three of them. Half of the murders in large cities were committed by homosexuals. 33% of child abuse cases were committed by homosexuals. Half of the foster children um, uh, molestations were done by homosexuals. Now consider the amount of homosexuals that exist in America. Is it between 1 and 2% possibly? Yes. yes. 1 and 2% yet they account for half of the murders in large cities, one-third of the child abuse, one-half of Good foster point. child abuse. Good point. Now, that shows how astounding. And this is this is where it goes right back to Scripture. God did call this an abomination. When a person's mind has gone to that extent of, of committing an abominable act, mm -hmm. sin, it shows what else they're capable of. This comes from rightwingwatch.org. Bradley Dean, gays commit half of all murders. Obama is a homo, and Maddow is a shim. What the fuck? First of all, Bradley Dean looks like that fucking washed-out rocker. Who's the guy that always wears the... Uh, Axl Rose? Bandana on his bean. Is it Axl Rose? No, it's, it's another one of those fucktards that uh, was like a big heartthrob, and he had some TV shows for a while. Oh, is he that poison singer? I think Brett so. something? I Brett, 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 I'm gonna type it in. Hold on. I want to say Brett Favre, but I know that's not right because that's a football guy. Michaels. Oh man, Brett Michaels. That's it. It's Brett Michaels. Yes, because he had that like he had that tour yeah, bus. He like, had like just yeah, like I bang chicks or whatever. Yeah, you just see it was like the chlamydia bus. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> yeah, I just gave it away. He had a koala back there, and the koala was the driver, and he just gave everyone chlamydia that came just, in. It was like the ice cream truck, but yeah. just for chlamydia. <laughs> I'm the chlamydia man. Stop me when I'm passing by. <laughs> um, this is some serious shit. First of all, evidently there's a show called Sons of Liberty Radio. So let's just throw that out there. <laughs> so he says that homosexuality and abortion are the last two stages that a country takes. So evidently it's like it's like fucking Elizabeth Kubler-Ross's five stages of grief after a death. Like there's stages. <laughs> you know, it's like denial. And then anger and, you know, accept, so fuck it. No, instead, it's the last yeah. two are homosexuality and abortion. Right. Those are the last two stages sure. in a country's fucking death knell, you know, <laughs> um, before God judges the country. So God wasn't judging before. I'm not judging. Wait, hold on nope. now. Homosexuality and abortion? Like, if homosexuality becomes so popular, we won't need abortion. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
half of all murders, too. He says <laughs> half of all murders half were committed by homosexuals. 33% of child abuse cases were committed by homosexuals. Oh, half God. of the foster children molestations were done by homosexuals. Half. This, what the fuck? What kind of crazy <laughs> half of the murders by homosexuals? Homosexuals are like, what, 4 to 8% of the population? Right. Right. And they're committing half of the murders. Right. Well, that seems. It's a lot of fabulous murder. <laughs> seems reasonable. <laughs> what the fuck? What I imagine is is like, like he has a statistic sheet that actually lists the statistics, but it's written so small that he can't see it. So he keeps squinting down. He's like, and they're responsible for, and he's squinting, and he can't tell. And he just like, so he's like half. He's like half. It's half, right? And then he looks at the next one. He's like, that's a point something. That's got to be a half too. He's just making up fucking numbers. I mean, he's <laughs> making it up. Like, it, you know, when you accuse an entire group of people who are the way they are through birth right so basically no like there's no it's not a it's not any you know first off there's no fault in being homosexual anyway but i use the the term no fault of their own right it's not like that that they are that they are choosing to be homosexual of course you might as well just be saying all like half the murders in the country are committed by asian women Right, you know or what I mean? People like, with blue eyes. Or yeah, you're you're demonizing an entire population of people who have no choice in what they you know what they choose to be. You know what I mean? Like you're saying, you know, it'd be like if somebody was saying like ninety percent of the murders in this country are committed by white males at between thirty and forty. It's a blatantly false statement. It's blatantly false. Doesn't make any sense whatsoever. It's not a true statement in any sense of the word. And, but you can if you said it. I think that you would sound racist. You would sound like a racist. You sound like a bigot, dude. Don't you real? I mean, obviously you don't care because you're a fucking idiot that looks like fucking Brett Michaels. So you don't care that that's what you sound like. But you sound like an idiot. And then to call, you know, the thing that really makes me mad here is like he's like uh, he can't tell whether uh, whether uh, Rachel Maddow is a is a boy or a girl, so he's calling her a shim instead. It's oh. a she and a him. Ha ha ha. ha, ha. Lady looks like say. a dude, dude. Ha, 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 <laughs> <laughs> First of all, Rachel Maddow is fucking light years oh more attractive than this guy. Fucking light years more attractive. Rachel than this Maddow guy. takes shits that are more intelligent. Than <laughs> And she is vastly more intelligent than this guy. This is the, the, like when the best thing that you can do is is come up with two pronouns and fucking clumsily squish them together. And that's your attack of Rachel Maddow. Of all the things that she has said and done, all the positions that she has taken that you could disagree with. And the best thing that you can come up with, like you're the fucking pinnacle of your intellectual achievement is to glue two pronouns together and fucking garble at it. Yeah. Like, that is it. Like, that's it. Motherfucker, you may as well fucking stick a stick down a termite hill and lick them off. Yeah. <laughs> you goddamn animal. <laughs> well, you know, like, look, I, I totally agree that you can make fun of the way people look. I am making fun of the way you look, Bradley Dean. Right. It's okay. But you are also an idiot. And here are the number of reasons why you're an idiot. You know, instead of just saying like, well, here's why I disagree with their points. And I think that she's a a person who is, you know, of low moral character. 
Instead, you're just like, oh, she kind of looks like a dude. So. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking dumb fuck. And then, and then, you know, first off, you're making up numbers. So you're making up a shit ton of numbers. And, and, you know, the things that you're saying that homosexuals do is like half the foster children molestations. This is a guy who says that uh, he refers to uh, Obama as they got their homo in office. And have infiltrated the White House. The dude is married with three kids. Yeah. Like, are you fucking serious? It wouldn't fucking make a lick of difference if the man was gay or straight. Who gives a shit? But it's just, again, it's just something that's demonstrably false. You, you listen to this guy speak. You read the transcripts and it's like, why do you have a voice? Like, why do you have a soapbox? Who's giving you time? Why are you somebody of all the fucking people in the world to listen to? You could seriously turn on fucking channel no channel and get better static. Get like you white could just, noise, and it is so much better to listen to. Exactly. Like you, it would actually, you could take your fucking radio and fucking beat yourself in the skull with it until you crush the left <laughs> hemisphere of your brain to fucking pudding. And that would actually I would be rather listen to a like, better use of your radio. Like a tape loop of cows getting slaughtered. <laughs> <laughs> Or koalas made. Yeah, koalas made. <laughs> You're all sick! Oh, be nice! Oh, my son doesn't stand a chance. The whole world's gone gay! Oh my god, what's happening now? We work hard, we play hard. <laughs> So see, so this story also comes from Right Wing Watch, but you have to kind of link to a HuffPo video to to watch the unedited, because his website took it down. Uh, Robertson, gay people deliberately spread HIV and AIDS by cutting people with special rings. Pat Robertson thinks that homos, homos, I'm using that for Bradley Dean, have fucking secret decoder rings of AIDS that they get from their gay cereal, I guess. And they go around <laughs> shaking the hands of well-meaning Bitter, angry, fucking crypt keeper like straight people, such as Pat Robertson, to give them AIDS because that's that's how they commit half of their murders. <laughs> you gotta. It's like a conspiracy. I had no idea. I didn't realize. You got to take into yeah. account the ring murders, yeah. the infamous, yeah. never happened yeah. ring murders, and not the ring like you put a tape in a thing. Like the ring, like a, and seven yeah, days later, you seven get AIDS. Days later, you get a phone call, and it's Bradley Dean saying, "You got AIDS, homie." Um, no, but uh, but this is this is hilarious because he's got, you know, the idea here. He clarifies, but he, you know, the way he says it is he interrupts himself a couple times, so it sounds like he's saying that uh, that people in San Francisco just do this. They just walk around with, you know, some sort of AIDS infected needle or something on a, on a ring to shake people's hands to give them AIDS. Uh, but what he was saying was, is that there was a conspiracy of some sort because he clarifies it because they actually, there was an update on this article. He clarifies it and says that instead what he was saying was they had tried to do it to some people who were um, like sort of, outspoken against the gay community before when AIDS was a a big deal. Um, But even still, that's still like that's it's just fucking unproven hearsay. 
You know what I mean? Like you get a chance to again demonize an entire subsection of our culture, of our population, with no proof whatsoever. You get to slander an entire group and there's no penalty. And Bradley Dean just did it when he said, you know, 50% of homosexuals commit murders or 50% of the murders are committed by homosexuals and they they molest kids and they they hurt kids. And, and he got away with it. He got to slander an entire group of the population, and nobody gets to do anything about it except for point it out, right? The same thing here. He gets to slander an entire group of the population by saying that they are deviously trying to in, infect other people with a disease that, you know, while now is well-maintained with AIDS, AIDS medication, was not at one time and could clearly kill you. So they were committing murder. Well, and, you know, this story and the last story, like— this is just like the, the the religious right has lost the argument. Yeah, like they have lost. They have just absolutely lost the argument on the on the issue of homosexuality. America has moved on. America's done. We're, we've like this is this is over. I mean, there's there's still work to do. Don't get me wrong. There's still a lot of work to do. But you know, they you guys have lost this argument. You know, the religious nuts, and the only thing that they can do left, like the last dying gasp is just to make shit up. This is the political version of just yelling duty head across the street before you run inside. I mean, it really is. You're just, you're just, it's just insult. Yeah, no, they're just, just making up stories and like, yeah. you know, Janie hit me on the bus. Bleh, you know, yeah. fuck you. This is just, what this is, is keying the car. It's right. like, I, I, I'm mad at you. You know, God damn it. Those homos took my spot. In the parking lot. Scream! And I am so mad, and I'm going to key their car. And that's all it right. is. It's like, it's like right. all it is is superficial bullshit damage that you're trying to heap on that doesn't do anything and that nobody believes. I mean, does your segment of fucking neck, like fucking mouth breathers that either watch Pat <laughs> Robertson or listen to fucking Bradley Dean fucking Catterwall, do those people... Do they do they actually believe it or is this just more fucking fuel for the fire for them just to hate someone? It's just fuel. It's just obviously just fuel. Like it's just garbage fuel. It's so bad CBN took it down. Yeah, they even recognized they had their editors go through and <laughs> we can't. Yeah, they're uh, like Pat. body massage machine. No! <laughs> cut that shit Pat. out. Look, Pat, we love you, bro. We're going to keep you on, but I just want you to know you're saying some really crazy shit lately. Right. Just when is the when are they going to yank that guy off the air? Oh god, they got to do it winking at Bernie style though cuz I think he's dead. They so got to gonna yank him to off get, there gently yeah. otherwise he'll get excited. Yeah, that's all. Yank him off there gently or he'll fucking he'll just lose a body part when they pull him off. <laughs> it just falls apart. No, like when they pull him off like he goes but his colostomy bag stays there. So <laughs> they reach out with one of those big hooks like the old vaudeville hooks. Yeah. And they like hook him. <laughs> And it just turns to dust as soon as everything touches. Oh, and nice. And there's a pile of fucking blue suits. <laughs> it's a blue suit. He's like a fucking vampire. They go They go to like to open the blue suit and they decide it's just a smaller blue suit. Like the whole time. It's just a series of, it's a never ending series of blue suits within, oh my God, it's like a mirror in a mirror. Uh. <laughs> you want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. The truth. So this story comes from addictinginfo.org. Naked church camp counselor touches 13-year-old boy with penis. Church calls it horseplay. Remind me not to sign up 
for the horse riding <laughs> portion of your camp. Right, right. I love horse play. And now play. it's time for the horse play. Oh, no. <laughs> This doesn't sound good. Yeah, well, this doesn't. Sound what happened good at was all. this 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 camp counselor, and I'm going to read directly from the article. Um, evidently, the boy was using a lot of unsavory, sexually charged language, and the counselor told him to stop repeatedly. When he wouldn't, Zach told him, "If you do not stop, I will come down there and sleep with you naked." And eventually, and he, and he actually jumped on him, and the other boys laughed and thought it was funny. So he basically, what he did was he laid on top of him and placed his penis on another boy's crotch. And I can't help but think, like, was he saying at the same time, he's like, I'm not fucking you. Does this bother you? I'm not <laughs> fucking you. I'm not fucking you. At, at what point, at what point, like, I'm just trying to think, like, you know, I've, got, like I've got a six-year-old. He's not 13 yet. Right. Right. But if he, like hit somebody like i don't discipline him by just punching him like that's not like if he like when little kids are real little they bite you don't discipline them by biting them back if somebody is if somebody is like being overtly aggressively sexual you don't discipline them by taking your fucking cock out and rubbing it on their crotch <laughs> Like that's crazy. <laughs> that's Saudi Arabia crazy, right? Yeah. That's eye for an eye. That it's is, like it's cock for a cock. It's, it's penis fencing. It's bonobo penis fencing. <laughs> Where's Jake? Jake? We gotta get Jake. We out gotta here. get a story about a bonobo penis. And he also slaps on. the boy in the face. Yeah, by the way, he does. Like, he slaps. We totally thought though of the first reading of this article. Both Tom and I thought that he kind of slapped him in the face with his cock. <laughs> that's, but that's I not. Totally thought. That's not what happened. I had to read it twice to make sure that it wasn't. Um, the thing that I feel like this kid is, is like, you know, he's pushing boundaries of his own sexuality. So it's like, it's like he turns to his friend. He's like, wouldn't it be funny if like we jacked off together? Like, I mean, not funny. Like, like, I wouldn't do it or anything. (laughs) I don't think we should do it. I'm just saying like, it would be funny. Like, it would be like really funny if like you pulled out your dick and like, maybe we just like either of us used our hands. Like maybe I used my hand on you. I'm just saying like, wouldn't that be funny? Like, like, wouldn't it be funny? Like just funny, funny, but like, you know, funny. Like we would laugh about it later. It would be, you know, like after you came on my face, like we would laugh. We'd be like, oh, that's hilarious. I don't believe, I can't believe we did that you know that's sort of what this feels like to me i just don't understand how the situation gets there right (laughs) you know like can you imagine in camp counselor training so you're you're sitting around and it's like religious okay everybody now we've just been we're done praying to jesus thank you now we want to go over some role play situations some things that could happen at camp so now what do we do if there's a kid using sexually charged behavior uh, do we sit him down and privately and talk to him about his behavior and how that's inappropriate? No. Offer to sleep with him naked. Yeah. <laughs> if that doesn't work, put your penis on his penis and slap his face. <sighs> Don't you know anything this about religious camp? This is on page four of the training manual, people. Page four. What the fuck? What? I don't even know how that occurs. I Seriously, I can't even imagine. I cannot imagine the circumstance where you're like, God, I'm just so angry. That kid won't stop with the weird sexually charged behavior. If he doesn't stop, I'm going to have to take off my pants. <laughs> what? If you don't come down there, I swear I will fuck you. I will fuck you <laughs> and I will shoot my load all over you. Right. It's like it's like if you fucking shoplift from this 7-Eleven one more time, I will take my fucking hot hard cock and I will cram it up your ass. 
What? Uh, what does that have to do with stealing yeah. bubble tape? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, one of them is six inches of fun. <laughs> I got an extra four and a half inches. Oh, yes. man. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I feel like this guy, though, I think this guy is just taking, I mean, really what this is, is this guy's taking his this opportunity to, you know, all in good fun, haha with everybody there, get his, get a little bit of his rocks off. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's what it's all about. It, and, you know, I think this guy is, you know, like e- either he is, you know, trying like that, that sort of creep that's like. I'm going to tickle you a little more weirder than it should be. You know what I mean? Yeah, like right? that sort of thing. Or he's, you know, maybe he doesn't even know that he, cause you know, the thing, the weirdest thing is like, and they even mentioned in this article, like the people around him, the people that surround him that are sort of protecting him as lawyers and the people in this church thing are all just kind of like, no, I mean like, this is just like horseplay. Like what, what's the weird thing about this? Like they, 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 they know this kid, so they, they don't recognize it as a weird behavior or is it something that could be damaging to someone else. Instead, they're just like, no, well, come on now. He's just kidding around. He was just kidding around when he was ejaculating on him. Come on now. Right. It's just, That's just it's a joke ejaculation. Ejoculation? Ejoculation. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's all good if we can make a pun out of it. Right. right? Yeah. Guys, come on. Hey, we made a pun. We made a pun. We made a pun. Everybody's having a good Listen. time. Lady, I know you're upset that the camp counselor put his fucking naked dick on your kid. <laughs> but it was all a great joke. You see, it was a joculation. But I'm... Oh, ch- man. Hi, guys. Um, this is Tanika. Um, I, uh, I know this is kind of... This might be old, like old news. But I wanted to give you guys a story um, about, uh, like, the stupid prayer story that I have. Um, uh, so when I was a kid, I, all like, all my friends had breasts. But this is, like, fifth grade, mind you. And, <laughs> and all my friends had breasts except for me. And they would tease me all the time. And so, like, every night I would pray to God that, um, you know, like, if I, I would do, like, my homework on like every single day without my mom having to ask me to do it um and also i i told him that i would walk the dog uh for an hour every day and he would just give me breath and he never did and so that it made me feel like he didn't uh like want me to have friends and or like he didn't want me to for my friends to stop you know teasing me so it kind of made me then think maybe, I, maybe he's just not there. But of course, I, being Baptist, I would never think that. Uh, but it's just interesting how like something silly like that, when you're a kid, can make you feel bad about yourself and feel like you know maybe there isn't a God. I wish I, I wish I listened to myself because um, I, I look back on it and I wasted 28 years. <laughs> uh, being uh being crazy but hey at least it happened anyway um i just wanted to share that with you guys oh and i also wanted i also prayed that uh that for this boy that i liked justin beaner i think his name was <laughs> uh to uh to like me back and that never happened either so see two things two strikes 
I should have known. But anyway, uh, thanks, guys. Love the show. Bye. So we got an email from uh, from Nathan. Uh, and Nathan talks a little bit about uh, at the beginning of his email talking about giving people money and, and different uh, aspects of that. But one of the things he says is he says, just want to let you guys know you're doing a phenomenal job listening through your back catalog while delivering pizza to lazy people. He says, if you tell anyone anything in the next week, tell them to tip their drivers. I got to say, I used to be a pizza delivery guy and I worked for the cheap pizza company in the city. So there was like three or four pizza companies and almost every American suburb has like four pizza companies or five pizza that deliver pizza to the area. Right. There's always the really expensive sort of, you know, the really good pie or the really sort of expensive one. There's the big, you know, probably expensive chain. And then there's the cheap chains, right? The ones that are like super cheap. The college kids order all the time because they're like, get a free 17 pizzas when you order one pizza. <laughs> and you're just like, Wait, I'm dialing that yeah. number right now. What's it's that like, number? Cecil? It's like, get a free car when you order, you know, whatever it is. So they have like the super cheap deals all the time. And I delivered for that company. And that was the, one of the worst jobs I ever had because I drove around <laughs> like crazy. I got paid hourly. So I didn't get money per delivery. I got paid hourly in the store and it was a way in which to make sure that they because they didn't pass that delivery fee on to the people who got pizza. Right. So you could order delivery for free. They offered free delivery. Well, the free delivery was I got paid a shitty hourly wage, which back then minimum wage was like four bucks an hour or something stupid like that. It was like not even money. It was like it's like fucking it's like all money goes to like your taxes or something. Um so there wasn't a, it was a terrible wage and then the people wouldn't tip. And that was like really my only real source of income was the tips. So I would drive to these people's houses and, you know, they didn't have the money to tip because they were ordering from the cheapest place to get pizza. So I'd go right. up to the door and I'd, they'd be like, yeah, it's fifteen eighty five, And they'd be like, okay, here's $16. Keep the change. And you'd be like, awesome. I, mom can get that operation now. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, Thanks. That 15 cents is going to go a long way. Or they'd be like, can I have change? They wanted exact change for their thing. Or I remember one time I walked up and a guy gave me, it was like 1603 was the price of the pizza. I gave him, he gave me $20 and I gave him four bucks back. I was like, I just gave him four bucks back and expecting to get a tip, you know, like to get something. And he's like, and I was like, here you go. And he's like, thanks. And then he goes, oh, hold on a second. And he reached it in his pocket and he's like, here, here. And he gave me the three cents. Fuck you. And I just threw it on the ground. I like, I looked at him. I was like, oh, thanks. And I threw it over my shoulder and I walked away. I'm like, what do you want from me? You know, he's like three pennies can get you nothing. So yeah, I totally agree. I always tip my driver like a lot of money because I know what it feels like to do that. So whenever you're in, you know, if you're in the United States, I know it's different in other countries, but if you're in the United States, you should tip people that are service personnel. Well, that should just be a, a policy. And we talked about this. If you can't afford the tip, you can't afford the food. Yeah. That's it. Like, yeah. It's just part of the cost. We got an email from, uh, from Angelo. And Angelo sends us a, a message and he says, I'm a new listener. He heard about us from the uh, Imaginary Friends Show podcast. And by the way, we were on Imaginary Friends Show 150. Jake's show was a very funny show. Jake's a very funny guy. Jake had us on last week. So you can find Jake's show in the show notes this time. Uh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be linked directly on our show notes. So 114. So if you missed it, Imaginary Friends Show 150 will be linked on this episode show notes. But uh, but back to Angelo. Angelo says, um, 
He likes our take on religion. He says, for years I have been a passive atheist and skeptic, but lately been more active through my art. Uh, so he posted this, uh, this, he sent us this uh, Tumblr, which is Freedom to Offend, and uh, and he's got a ton of great comics on here. So we're going to post it on our website this time so you can take a look at, uh, at Angelo's art as well. We got another message from Saudi Arabia, Tom. This, which fucking blows my mind. Um, hey, guys, I just listened to your 113th episode. And I just want to say some stuff. Everything you said is absolutely true. In the whole I get this episode. All the time. In the whole episode, too. The whole thing. I actually get this just generally. Everything I say. I think say we were talking absolute. about Pat Robertson fisting someone in that episode. That's absolutely true. It's it absolutely, absolutely happened. It's, yeah. it's very he much. He fists him with his AIDS rings on. <laughs> his AIDS yeah. rings? <laughs> right after he makes a deal with the devil for yeah. Haiti. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, witchcraft and black magic is very real things to Saudi people and Muslims in general. I remember when I was in high school, they brought a douchebag cleric who turned out to be an expert on witches. And they gave us a long lecture on how witches do their magic and how they affect you and how to defend yourself from their evil spells. And in case you are curious, you recite other spells. What? But from the Quran to counter their evil spells. How ironic. What? I always hear stories of the religious police catching witches, males and females, and the government executing them. It's part of the culture around here. Whenever I try to argue with the folks around here, the reply is, it's in the Quran. How can you deny it? So yeah, we are pretty much living in the dark ages. I'm fucking amazed and a little appalled that you sent this email to us only because I don't want anyone to ever find this email in your sent items. No kidding, right? It really makes me mildly terrified. It makes me nervous. And you know what else makes me nervous is when you try to argue with people. Right, don't do that. Why are you do, doing do that? that. <laughs> when do that? If they ever say to you, it's in the Quran, be like, fucking A it is. Where's that Quran? I want to fuck it. Like, you this, <laughs> like, whatever you can do, whatever you can do to convince them that you believe in it, do it right now. Do it whatever it is. I want to fuck it. <laughs> I'm just, I'm give Lord. me that credit. I'm going to fucking eat it. That's Good what I'm going to do. Lord. I'm going to make it so much a fucking part of me that I build bone structure from that I fucking can't, thing. I have no idea how that guy typed that email around his enormous balls. No kidding, I mean, right? just like, how the fuck is that possible? I would oh. be terrified to live I, in a I, country like that. I can't imagine arguing with anyone about anything there. Because no, I know. Just, you a witch? Oh, I know. They could call you, dude. They, dude, you could be fucking called a wizard. Yes. A wizard on Earth. You yeah. could actually be called a wizard. And then beheaded, too. Like, they'd just be like, we're going to execute him. How are we going to do it? I don't know. Cut his head off with a sword, because it's 2013. <laughs> it's <too> what? <laughs> Wait, you we said We should be what? shooting fucking inmates with lasers. Yeah. Oh, we we fucking execute we execute animals in this country more humane than we do people. No kidding, right? Uh, Can you imagine taking your dog to be put down and there's just like a bare chested dude with a black hood and a huge sword? You're like, "Uh, Fido, you were great. Uh, You're an awesome dog. I'm so gonna miss you. Can you chop his head off now? This guy's gonna cut your fucking head. You're like holding onto his paws. a basket full of dog heads <laughs> when my cat got put down they put a little paw print and plaster and they gave it to us to take home like there you just get a basket and a head to take home <laughs> here's your souvenir here's your souvenir yeah they put it no uh, what they do is they screw a big keychain thing <laughs> you, hang it, you hang it from your mirror <laughs> 
it's it's in those fifty cent things at the grocery oh, store. No. You oh, know, so God. like you just like put the two quarters in and tumble it down. It's like thunkity 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 thunk and open it up. And it's like oh, it's a lucky rabbit. Uh, oh no, it's a lucky wizard head. It's a wizard head. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, wasn't so lucky for the wizard. <laughs> We got a message from Lee, and uh, she was talking about uh, uh, e-cigarettes and said how, you know, it's great. They actually are really great. They helped uh, Lee get away from cigarettes. And, uh, and, and we totally, when we talked about them last time, one thing that we neglected to mention was the line in the email that said, if Jenny McCarthy is doing this uh, e-cigarette thing, chances are she was doing real cigarettes. And that's where the joke came from. And I think that either got edited out or we didn't mention it or we kind of glossed over it. But the fact is, is we're not really, I don't think that we should, you know, we're not, we're not making any statements about uh, e-cigarettes. We did say that they weren't tested, obviously, because they aren't tested over like a long period of time, like cigarettes have been over years and years and years. So that's one of the things that we said. Um, but yeah, we, we, I totally agree that it's, it, first off, it's the lesser of two evils. I mean, if, Fuck yeah. Yeah, if you're going to have e-cigarettes versus regular cigarettes, great. But you know, there's no way that she just like picked up e-cigarettes cause she's like, I need, she needed a new hobby. Like she was just like, Oh yeah. You know, I was thinking about, <laughs> you know, either, either I was going to get into chew or I was going to start biting my fingernails or I was going to do e-cigarettes. Like those weren't right. the things that she went through her head, you know? Maybe she just likes standing out in the cold. Yeah, right. <laughs> and there's just no excuse to do like she's just like that person who doesn't smoke standing out with the smokers, like huddled against the freezing fucking rain at two thirty in the afternoon, like desperately trying to get a cigarette in while the fucking sleep pelts her in the face. And she's like, oh, I don't have a cigarette, though. If only there was some kind of cigarette substitute. Yeah, right, right. I, I just I, we, we didn't want to mention we did want to mention that we we're not against those e-cigarettes in that sense. I think that's a great no, thing care. that they help people get off smoking. So a couple of people emailed us about it. We understand. And we, you know, if we said that it was either in a joke or we just, we, we didn't mean it. So we had an email from Jared and Jared says, uh, he's been listening to our podcast since about March. And, uh, and he says that he, uh, after he heard the 30th story about someone being killed for, for destroying a Quran, he had an idea he doubts it's original, but uh, but it should be taken seriously. And we thought it was very funny. It's instead of uh, instead of other measures to stop pe- stop uh, the radical Muslims from blowing things up and from you know injuring other people, make sure to just have a Koran everywhere. So he says instead of like if they're on commercial planes, put a Koran in every suit uh, in every pocket behind every seat. So when you get in the plane, there's just Korans all over the plane. So if you blow up that plane, you just destroyed. 60, 100, 200 Korans. Like, that's like, that's got to be straight to hell, right? So the idea here is, and, you know, like, put them on our military. And Tom and I were talking earlier, make bulletproof vests out of them. Line Humvees <laughs> with them. You know, if you're going to shoot through it, oh, well, you know, you just shot through your own Koran. At least that, you know, at least, you know, obviously it wouldn't stop them from committing violence, but at least it might get, get them to think that maybe it's okay to destroy your holy book then. And, At least there'd be an excuse for it. Well, and then people wouldn't be getting killed for it. Right. You know what I mean? It's, it's actually kind of an awesome idea. I like as it. As ridiculous as it is, yeah. I love it. Yeah, I think it's great. Got an email from Michael, and he said, Hey, Cecil, I hear you're having problems with trouble pasting, uh, pasting stuff. I'm a programmer. I'd like to help. Um, Michael, here's the thing. 
And I don't uh, absolutely thank you so much for offering to help fix the code on our RSS feed. That is awesome of you to do. The thing is, the RSS feed auto codes. So what happens is, I paste in a in a a form our uh, our notes, and the notes have on it links, and they're just hyperlinks. The problem is, is that it it posts it actually takes a bunch of junk code with it, and that junk code gets pasted into the uh, into the form. And so when it converts that code into our RSS feed, it takes all that junk code with it. And so now our code, our, our RSS feed has just this million lines of uh, junk garbage that doesn't really do anything for the, for the way in which it looks. Um, it just, it's just extra code and extra characters that fill up our RSS feed and make it too big. In any case, I think it's like half a meg. And that's too big for an RSS feed to be coded through FeedBurner. I know that this is really complicated technology bullshit to other people i understand but in any case the the real work would be someone going through our past episodes in our password protected libsyn area and cutting out the code and repasting these documents back in with cleaner code one i don't really trust anybody with our password and two i wouldn't wish this on anyone I would be like this. Would this is this is the most boring, shitty work that you could. That I would pay someone to do this before I would ask one of our listeners to do it. <laughs> I, it's that shitty of work. So thank you very much, Michael, for offering. But it's not anything that I would ever burden anyone with. It's such a nice thing to offer, though. It I mean, is really like it's an incredible. The the offer of your time is unbelievably generous. It is, and we do we do heartfelt thank you. Yeah, but it's just not a thing. I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't wish this on Pat Robertson. I would. Yeah. <laughs> we got an email from Bosnia? Yeah, that's fucking insane. Um, so th- this person uh, is our only Bosnian listener, he says. I agree. That is probably true. And he's got a joke. Uh, I finally figured out why the hospitals around the country are being bought out by Catholic institutions. They are a cover for the cover for the masses as they want to practice faith- faith-based medicine. But in reality, they are doing this every time they acquire a hospital. Inevitably, they will get a children's cancer center with terminally ill patients. This is where the priests will come on vacation and molest countless numbers of children without the fear of being sued by their victims 10 to 15 years from now because they won't live to tell about it. (laughs) That's the saddest. Yeah. Oh. That's that is awesome. I think it's great though. I mean, I think it's so funny. And the best part about this email is that Google allows me to h- hover over ten to fifteen years from now and add it to my calendar if I want. <laughs> so I don't know if I should be terrified by that or not. We got an email from Travis Tom talking a little bit, a little jab at Australia here. I think just a hair. He said, uh, "Just listen to your visit with Jake on the Imaginary Friends show on the UK goat fucker." They had to ban him from all zoos because they couldn't do what they used to do and banish the goat fuckers to fucking Australia. (laughs) This also explains Jake's inherent fascination with wildlife. Uh, I think Travis hit this on the head. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. That's awesome. Thank you, Travis. That was great. Yeah, we uh, want to thank some people um, who donated to that project. So that project that we're talking about, the, the, the care package for the homeless, hit the mark. We were over 2K. Tom and I donated our – it was at the end of it, it was $100 because it was two weeks of $50. But Tom and I donated – so basically we each donated 50 bucks to that. to that. But our listeners went out of their way to donate and send us and tell us that they donated. So I just want to mention the listeners that sent us – uh, messages to say, hey, we donated to the project. So Shelby, Mason, John, Brian, David, Ken, and Chris, thank you very much for donating to the 
uh, care packages for the homeless that the upstate atheists put out. That project is funded. So that is going to happen. It was, I think it was going to happen regardless of how much they made, but it's funded now and it's still going. So if you, if you missed it and you still want to uh, send some money their way, it doesn't matter if they go over. There's just more help for the homeless then. You know what I mean? Right. Like there's no downside. Yeah. You know, it's still a good cause. It didn't become a less gooder cause. It's still a great cause. So um, definitely check that out if you guys are interested. If you haven't, we know a lot of people too donated um, and did not send us an email to let us know. You just were generous and, you know, went on and donated and didn't send us the email. There's more comments on their page from our listeners. Yeah. Um, then there are emails that we received, you know, saying, hey, I threw some money. So we just really want to say thank you. We think it's a great cause. And we're so grateful that our listeners are so incredibly generous. Thank you so much. Yeah. We, and uh, and we want to mention, too, that we got uh, some brand new shirts. So uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we did. I don't know who would wear them. Uh, but there's a couple of shirts on there. There's the egg the agnostic shirt, eggnogstick shirt, I should say. Uh, it's the uh, if you look at our uh, at the pic the picture that Andy British Andy uh, made for us. There's uh, two shirts: the glory hole shirt and the uh, what what was egg theist, which we turned into egg nogstick. Uh, there's a it's just a definition of egg nogstick, so you can find it on our on uh, I'll put a link to it, but it's on our homepage. If you just click buy the merchandise, it's right there. There's also a link to our store directly on our Facebook page, so you can find these shirts. The other shirt. Uh, I don't know who wears this one out there, but it's a glory hole shirt and it's got, it's got, it says glory hole and the L is a giant cock and the hole, the O in the hole is a, is a hole and it's, it's available in red and black. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah. Let's just say that it's available if anybody has the, uh, the cojones to be uh, walking around with that thing. I would not not wear that one. I will get the agnostic shirt. I think it's funny. Yeah. I will definitely own that shirt. I will not get the shirt with a big fucking dick on it. That's not. <laughs> and we are, I would have a hard time explaining yeah. that to my son. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and we are not responsible for anyone propositioning you wearing your right. glory hole shirt. If you are wearing your glory hole shirt, you deal with whatever things <laughs> come, come to you. come up and start fucking the O at your chest. Well, if like, somebody comes doing? up to you and they start fingering your little cock there, hey, that's <laughs> not up to us. We did not create the situation. We just facilitated it in a little way that's all but no if you want to buy them hey they're there if you think that they're funny make a comment about them great we want to thank uh british andy for designing them and uh and we sent off a package this week to you andy um the tests for both of those came to me i approved them and uh and i shipped them off to you so they should be getting there i don't know they said eight to ten days but i think in britain eight to ten days is like weeks or something i don't know what it is so yeah, it's it's all everything is measured in units of fortnight yeah so it's like that's, it's gonna be like, like a quarter of a fortnight or a half of a fortnight or something like that well, that wraps it up for this week, Tom. Uh, we're done with another show. Uh, we are uh, we are slowly plotting away to a vacation time. I'm going to be away at the end of September. Tom and I are going to hopefully be cobbling together a couple of shows that are not date sensitive, that might either have an interview in it or might just be us talking about a topic that does not necessarily have a story attached to it. Um, but there's no promises. There's a chance that we will get to the point when I'm leaving town 
and we don't have anything extra made <laughs> and we are off for two weeks and that's just going to be the way it is. But we'll let you know. Hopefully we can create something, something by the time something. I go away later on this month. But we are, you know, even if we do create it, you know, we, let's just make room for the possibility that I will be too incompetent to upload, <laughs> to upload it. it to make sure <laughs> there is that possibility. I'm going to leave detailed instructions, but I mean, come on, there's a chance. So we're going to hopefully I'm just letting people know ahead of time that there may not be shows later on this month. And we're going to we're pushing to try to make sure that that's not a reality for you. Right. So that wraps it up for this week. We're going to leave you, as always, with the skeptics creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death in towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques, and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and views expressed in this show are that of the hosts only. Our poorly formed and expressed notions do not represent those of our wives, employers, friends, families, or of the local dairy council.